Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to the smartest guy in the room, Jerry Dempsey, your host, along with famous writer Matthew John Smith. Hi, Matt. Good morning, Jerry. I, I love your sweater. It looks uh, it's very uh, paternally. Is that a word? This is the dude sweater. I was the dude uh, one year for Halloween. So this is actually the only sweater I own, and it's already itching my balls off. <laughs> I know it's funny you said that because I looked at. It, I'm like, well, where did I see that sweater before? Yeah, Big Lebowski. What's funny too is I bought it on internet, and when it came, the zipper is on the wrong damn side of the sweater, like the mechanical part that does the zipping. It's on the left. Now you think about any zip up thing you've ever worn in your life including those shoes you probably have with the boots on the side. But the zipper part is on the right where it should be. But this thing, you know, when you buy on the internet, you don't know where you're getting stuff from. It came somewhere from Europe. And you know in Europe they do everything ass backwards trying to be different than Americans, and they always fail. So that's your lesson today. Have you ever worn a sweater or a jacket that zips on the wrong side? No. Uh and I would take it back. But it surprises me not that it came from Europe because they're all leftists there, right? They don't even know how to drive. They put the steering wheel on the wrong side of the car. I mean, how are you supposed to shift? I don't know. Fuck. Shit, I haven't, driven a, I haven't driven a stick shift in ages. I uh, The first car I drove was a stick shift. Yeah, I taught myself how to drive a stick shift by stealing my father's car when he was uh, at work with his other uh, with his with his truck. Ground those gears, man. I was going to say, did you burn that clutch all day and night? (laughs) It was awful. It was awful. Yeah, I like driving a stick. Actually, uh, actually, you know who taught me how to drive a stick? A friend of mine whose dad had one of those pickup trucks with the three on the tree the column shift oh the column remember shift. those man we're dating ourselves they're still out there but it's they were awesome to drive you just felt like a real man just like going up yeah it's something there's something very manly about burning it. rubber yeah along with the suicide knob on the steering wheel it's hard to feel manly when you're wearing boots that have zippers on the side or sneakers that have velcro Velcro sneakers, because tying those shoes wastes a lot of fucking time. Just say no to Velcro. I don't even know where you can buy shoelaces anymore. Like, what if you break a shoelace? Oh, God. You Now you're, okay. Yeah, this is, this is, man, fuck. Whatever happened to walking into a goddamn shoe store and buying shoelaces? You can't fucking do it anymore. I had a pair of uh, those Merrill, like, you know, mountain hiking shoes, mountain climbing shoes. Right. And I broke the, uh, my shoelaces. So what did I do? I went to the Merrill store. Yeah. You think they would have shoelaces that go with their shoes? No. I walked in the store. They're like, you have to buy them online. I said, well, why I'm here. This is a Merrill store. And I'm looking for fucking shoelaces for my Merrill shoes. And they're like, yeah, we don't carry shoelaces in our store anymore. That may be fucking insane. They weren't a big mover, evidently. That's Not crazy. a lot of margin. 
<laughs> Crazy. And then I've had like, you know, I, my shoes last me forever, but my shoelaces inevitably give out. Yeah. You can't even buy like just regular black shoelaces to go with like dress shoes or something like that now. It, I, you know, I grew up near a, a shoe store. I can remember just getting laces all the fucking time at the store. Fucking nightmare, dude. Yeah. It's a travesty. Fuck. So, folks, it's another we're way to move into our topic today, which is college 2.0. Is it worth the money? But today's theme, and I want to keep it uh, on the lighter side, you know, we got uh, kind of deep in the weeds last time, and, and for good cause. I mean, college is a gigantic expense. It's probably the best time or could potentially be the best time for a young person's life. You know, you're semi-independent. You got some independence, but you still got your parents to kind of fall back on. You got, hopefully, you got some money they can help you out with when you get into trouble or get arrested. Um, and you get to do a lot of stupid things, or at least back in the day when Matt and I went to college, you could do a lot of stupid things and, uh, hopefully it would never come back to haunt you. <laughs> I majored in stupidity. Hopefully. Yeah. I would say I minored it, minored in it. I didn't major in it, but I definitely, a lot of the dumb things I did in life, I did in that age range or whatever from 17 to 23, probably I did a lot of fucking dumb things, huh? I'm still doing them. Yeah. Tell you what, I got some feedback. Your bum fights uh, story was a good story. I like that one. Yeah. I'm ashamed of that one. Kind of inspired me to go start <laughs> some fights. <laughs> you know, I'm okay with everything except getting bitten. And uh, that's that was my wake-up call a, few, like a couple days later. Yeah, like, well, you know. Getting bitten by a homeless person. <laughs> you never finished that story. Did you have to get a tetanus shot? Uh, I didn't. Uh, I went home with the intention of cleaning it and uh, putting some neosporin on it. But I, I was a little bit drunk, so I went to the store and bought ice cream instead. <laughs> Good idea. Rubbing alcohol. Next I time. Didn't, yeah, well, alcohol. Don't drink rubbing alcohol either. I saw a cartoon adult cartoon where they were drinking rubbing alcohol and mixing it with cranberry juice. <laughs> I thought that was a good idea one time when I was out. I'm totally kidding. But I did I did look into it just because I'm like, can people really drink that? It will kill you and you won't get drunk. No, but alcoholics will. I'm amazed at the thing alcoholics will drink like, you know, hand sanitizer and things like that. Listerine. That'll get you fucked up. And you'll have fresh breath. <laughs> Man, my well, my wife uses Listerine, which is every day. I, I don't know what she does, but she'll use it, and the whole house will smell like Listerine for like 10 minutes. I, I, and I'm like, do you dump that shit over your head? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Just, uh, I, uh, I saw Listerine like one of those shows. You ever watched that show? I think it's called. Um, it's about addiction. It's when they have. Uh, what do they have? Like when they get you oh, in a hotel room. Intervention. intervention. It's called intervention. Yeah. But this woman would go to the store and buy gallons of like some knockoff scope or lips Listerine. It obviously yeah. wasn't the, the name brand. 
It was one of the cheap knockoffs that you get at like Walmart. And she'd yeah. buy gallons of it and just drink it all the time and be yeah, fucked that, up. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. And uh, it was awful. She had to go to court one day, you know, and she was supposed to have been sober for like 30 days. They were going to drop the charges. She showed up at court, bombed. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> uh, not my bucket list, though. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. So college. So let's Part talk two. about college. Now Part I two. fantasized about going away to college when I was in high school, and we've we've talked about this in some of our other discussions. But I think kids like us growing up in the eighties, you know, TV and music was so much fun and so much of an escape. But the way they laid it out, like it could be real. And I think a lot of us, I won't speak for anyone else but me, but shit, man, I wanted to live in those worlds. You know, when I watched that movie Animal House, I just assumed that all college experience was like that. And as dumb as it sounds, that's I dreamed of having that. I wanted I wanted to walk into the frat house and just go have a beer. Don't cost nothing. There, there were very similar Animal House experiences where I went to school off campus. Uh, so, you know. But you didn't have frats. One of the things I wanted to just, I wanted to pick on, like, all the fun things to do at college. Well, you know, I never joined a frat. Uh, when I went away to school for a year, you know, a couple of my buddies had suggested it. A couple of them in the frats. And I always frowned upon it like thinking i have to pay money to buy friends i didn't really get the whole concept plus being poor you know i didn't have the money to anyway but what about you you did you guys you didn't have frats right i didn't have frats because we went to i went to a catholic college but i was uh i was against frats it just seemed too seemed like the epitome of conformity uh which i well, you know, was not into um, I it's funny. I, I remember I must my brother told me that I th- like I, you know, as an older brother, I told him to never join a frat. And not that he would have anyway, but he went to Syracuse where frats are huge. And uh, uh, he did not join a frat either. Well, you know, they had frats, though, that were um, academic based, which I thought was even funnier, like from an ironical point of view like a math fraternity or science math you know we're smart people i'll put it this way my wife went to uva right and she was kind of like you know smart a little bit on the nerdy side but she was in some kind of academic sorority or something where they would go and you know work on science projects and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I even if I wanted to join one of those, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't qualify. I mean, there is a lot in college. Like to me, when you depending on what how you feel at the moment, there's so much to learn without having to be in a job or super responsible. Again, if your parents can help you or co-sign loans or whatever. I mean, you think of all the fun and the growing up, like think about getting out of high school and going right to the military or going right to a job being, you know, even if it's a cool job, 
being a welder. My dad was a welder. It didn't look that cool. You know? Um, I don't know. Just going right into the workforce. Like, I worked hard labor jobs through college. And that was one of the things that made me want to get a degree was because I saw how those hard these fucking people worked and how miserable their lives were sometimes. Not all of them, but some of them. And it actually motivated me, you know, to stick with school. I mean, I ended up finishing in night school, and uh, which was good for me because it helped me get a little more self-discipline. Yeah, uh, I, think that, I think going away to school is important because uh, of what you learn outside of the classroom when you're on your own. Uh, um, I was always amazed at those kids who went right from high school to the military. I thought they were fucking masochists. <laughs> I did, yeah, you know, and my parents, my dad was a, did the army. Um, I think that was good for him, but he was lucky because he went in the military in 1960 and was out, I think, by 64 before Vietnam. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he kind of missed dodged that bullet, so to speak. But, I mean, that was nothing he planned. He didn't know what the hell he was going to do. He sold cars for a while, and then he went to trade school and learned, you know, become a steam fitter or a welder. But, uh, you know, he wanted us to go to college, and he didn't know why. He just said, you're better off, you know, wearing a suit and sitting in a nice air-conditioned office than fucking sweating your ass off doing hard labor. He also made a comment that your brain lasts longer than your body, so you should do something where you think. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, that sounded good. That sounded like sage advice. Uh, so. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. So you had, uh, you, last week when we talked about uh, college yeah. and, uh, you know, we center, we focus kind of on the issue of whether, you know, college was fit for everybody, um, you know, and um, how there shouldn't be any more, there shouldn't be shame like there was when we went, when we were growing up, that if you didn't go to college, you weren't going to make something of yourself. And the, you know, the need for kids to go, some kids uh, to go into the trades, things like that. You uh, believed that there was uh, that we only scratched the surface. So what uh, what was the issue you wanted to get into? Well, primarily that to me, learning is a lifetime thing. You don't go to college, graduate and go, oh, I'll never read a book again. I mean, some people think like that. And that. We shouldn't um, be so short-sighted about our lives. So to be specific, let's say you like being a carpenter. You like doing artistic things with your hands. Or you want to be a teacher. You know, with some discipline, there's nothing you can't do if you take an interest in it. And, you know, we talked about this on another call, like having, having hobbies. And both of you and I had the same opinion. It was like, oh, my God, it sounds like more work. And it, I'm already tired thinking about it. Um, but, like, I knew a guy that was a fireman. And while he was a fireman, 
he went back to college at night and became a doctor while he was a fireman. And so you hear about these stories, these people doing these different things and, and looking at life as a series of stepping stones. You know, you don't always have to attach money to it, but really take time to develop who you are, regardless as to what kind of career path you take. I think when we were, when especially for me, it's, you know, there's what was told to me, how I interpreted it and my own idiocy. But I was of the mind, well, if I go to school for an accounting, I'm going to be an accountant my whole fucking life. You know, I didn't know what an investment banker was. I didn't know, you know, when I thought about lawyers, I just thought about like fucking Matlock, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Perry Mason. Like, I don't know. I don't know what lawyers do. And I just would think, well, I don't want to, I didn't want to be a cop because I didn't want to have to write tickets and do a lot of paperwork. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to get shot. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Like I thought about chasing people. Like I thought about chasing someone in a car as like, that'd be the cool part of the job. You know what I mean? But then yeah. having to like write the ticket and do all the paperwork. I'm like, ugh, sounds like too much paperwork. I don't want that job. <laughs> so I think what we're talking about is reinventing yourself. Well, yeah, but even see, just I hear that and I go, oh, no, that sounds like too much work. <laughs> well, you don't. If you don't want to be okay, say you get out of school and you become an accountant, and you don't want to be an accountant the rest of your life. You know, forty years as an accountant. Um, so you go to night school, or you begin taking art classes or something like that to uh, follow other pursuits. You're talking about reinventing yourself, and that's kind of what I'm doing presently yep because i'm taking an early retirement um because my kids have grown and they're they've gone and i just i i don't want to you know i i kind of i don't want to keep doing what i'm doing just be just to do it just to finish it out another 10 years mm -hmm. when there's really you know i've met my responsibilities i'm still young enough so I'm taking an early retirement. I'm going to do something else. And, I, and I'm retiring, you know, six months from now. I have no idea what I'm going to do next. But I'm kind of excited about doing it, whatever it is. And, That's awesome. You know, I've got enough interests. Uh, you know, and it's just a matter of like, okay, picking a direction. But I can remember... You know, my father, even into his 60s, saying, you know, I don't want to I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. And it yeah. was just his way of saying, you know. There's still shit out there for him to learn and do. Yep. And my father was not college educated, but he constantly taught himself new things. He was a really talented guy, you know, and uh, he was a printer by trade, but he was also a carpenter. And I, you know, he was a really, really talented woodworker. And he was probably, I don't think he even realized that he was, he was an artist. And uh, so, you know, um, there's a lot you can do you, and you can constantly change. And it's not anything you need to spend Fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars on to do it because I I right. often hear people in their fifties and I'm not against this like saying like mm -hmm. they're gonna 
they're going to go get their masters, you know, and, and, you know, cool, go get your masters. You know, it's, it's, I'm not against, uh, you know, constant, you know, the willingness to learn and reeducating yourself, but master's programs are really expensive. And the thought of me in my fifties spending like $40,000 on school to learn something new. That's, that's what exhausts me. Yep. It's not so much the effort as it's, it's the expense. Well, it goes back to like this institutionalism that we have in the world. You know, even if you wanted to be a haircut person, you'd have to get some kind of license and it would cost you a lot, thousands of dollars. I don't know if it's beautician, whatever they call it. Right. Um, you know, there's something to be said for just figuring it out and doing it yourself. But to me, it's it's a balance between do I have the money and what do I want to do and is there a return on my investment? And if you you're constantly looking at those things, you know, there's a couple of things you could miss the opportunity to just say, fuck it, I'm going to do this, right? Like, I've taken guitar lessons. I'm terrible at it. I took banjo lessons for a little while, and I just kept thinking, why am I spending this money? Then I tried to teach myself. That didn't go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I could play a couple songs, but it's terrible. And, you know, then you get mad for, but I still have, like, a nice guitar and a nice banjo that I get to look at. Um. Who's to say it's a good use, you know, but the time I spent in those classes, did I enjoy myself? It goes back to the college thing. You get four years to grow up, to make a lot of friends. I mean, you still have tons of friends that you met in college. Like there's so many other bonuses or or pieces of value, memories, good times. You learned a ton of shit along the way. Half the stuff that you learn, you don't even realize you learned it in college because you weren't sitting in the classroom, or maybe you don't classify this as learning. But we're learning all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it, you know, it's funny. This is I'm, this is an aside, but it seems you know more and more of the population is now is college educated. So you would figure the population is smarter. But doesn't it seem like there's just more stupidity in the world? You know, well, we've never known more about it because the internet. That's true. But and I the mean, internet, yeah, and the internet is probably responsible for for spreading that stupidity. But like, I've been watching this three part series on QAnon. Uh huh. And you know, forget the pol the political stance. You know, I don't want to get into the politics, but like the shit they believe that like there's these this cabal of Democrats and Hollywood elites that are. They gather in in pizza places to molest children, and then they they ex- after and then they they extract you know their this blood. chemical from their blood to drink the uh, and, and <laughs> adrenochrome. Like, and the, are these the same and, people that think the Earth is flat and that dinosaurs didn't even, exist? <laughs> I guess what I'm getting at is this isn't even like this. This has almost gone mainstream, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not so. How are people? Think of that. 
and and nobody knows about it except them, you know. So the cops aren't doing anything about it. It's just, and the only one who was going to do something about it was Trump. <laughs> you know, I've heard. Okay, I how heard. Does this, how does this happen? And I know, Check I know, I, but I know educated people who who were buying that shit. Evan, yeah, this I got to add this to the mix. I actually read somewhere that the. I don't know if it's the QAnon people, but it could be There's, that uh, they believe that Trump is descended from the lineage of Christ, like from the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> and that somehow he's related to JFK. I don't fucking like I was reading it and I just stopped reading because it was just hurting my head too much. <laughs> <laughs> remember, he, remember he blamed Ted he, he blamed Ted Cruz's father for being part of the uh, JFK assassination. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> Ted Cruz is such a pussy. And Ted Cruz spent four years like kissing Trump's ass. And Trump, on the other hand, accused his father of being part of the JFK assassination. And he called Ted Cruz's wife ugly. I mean, how big of a pussy? You know what's funny is uh, I was watching one of those things the other day and some of the things that stick from Trump is like whenever I see Marco Rubio, I'm always like, hey, little Marco. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, that said, I saw some compilation that of Joe Biden saying Trump like 18,000 times when he was stumping for a fucking dude in Virginia. So, I mean, I don't want to go on this. Biden's an idiot, but yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, he's. Yeah, but he's our idiot. He's our special little guy. Inspired. Come on now. You know. A lot of a lot of like people I work with who are younger, they don't realize that Biden ran for off ran for president for he's been running for president for like forty years. And like <laughs> his, Ralph Nader, they should just I give it to Ralph next. His first campaign like was derailed because he it was discovered he would plagiarized shit when he was in law school. I mean, this doesn't. <laughs> we're, we're constantly led by dopes, yet we're we're supposedly smarter than we've ever been, but you know. We ex- accept stupidity and we 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 accept and spread and believe in stupidity. Well, and it's not just. Yeah, I don't know. Here's the problem. It's like the left believe in John Lennon's a peaceful man. Yeah, I okay. see. Me and you could go out to dinner, right? And we could go to a Ruth Chris or some nice restaurant and eat a nice meal, right? Get a big fat steak. Or we go to fucking McDonald's, right? And we get meat. We could probably buy a hell of a lot more meat at McDonald's. A lot of these college degrees are like the McDonald's <laughs> version you know, of food. You speak. It's funny you bring up meat. I have when I get when we're done with the show, I'm going to eat so much meat this morning. I have like all this leftover meat that I had cooked, and uh, I've been thinking a lot about it this morning. Oh, I'm gonna, just going to eat a lot of meat today. We talk in <laughs> ham. Or is it like, oh, I got a ham steak kind of animal. I got a ham steak that's ready to be consumed. I love ham and uh, I I just love to lick it. Do you ever get like pork belly at, you know, those Asian fusion type restaurants or any of that? What? I was introduced to something called a pork. Was it? Is it a pork bun? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Oh my god! Bow. I, I love pork buns. Yep, they're Chinese. 
which you know my wife is Chinese, so they are, I've eaten they those are things. badass. They yep. are badass. You know, I love it. I love pork buns. A pork belly. You have to order it. There's a few restaurants. You might see it at like Asian fusion kind of places. Uh-huh. The places where they have sushi, but they'll have like other stuff um, in an Asian theme environment. But you got to get it. It's we uh, Katie and I went to a place. Last Friday. And this place, you have to get reservations at least a month out. And it wasn't really? that expensive. Yeah, it's just really. It's not. It's not like. Uh, you know, it's not where all the beautiful people go. It's just a really good restaurant that a lot of regular right. people go. Okay. Our whole meal was under 100 bucks. We And she had a, a glass of wine. So I don't know. Whatever. The point is. We got this pork belly dish. Like we will get like three or four appetizers and just like share them and then take shit home. And our waiter said, oh, I'm not a big fan of pork belly. And I thought my wife was going to just slap him because she's like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, especially when, you're, especially when you're, your job is basically to sell it. <laughs> but, you know, everything there was excellent. We got some fish thing. We, it was all good. But the point is you have to try the pork belly. Go somewhere with your wife. Go somewhere. Uh, I I love Asian food, man. I just I love it. The only problem with Asian food is it's loaded with sodium, and then of course, I douse everything with with soy sauce. Yeah. I, I've got like a week to live because my arteries are probably drink a lot of water. It balances it out. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know what I do sometimes? I don't drink that much. That that anymore like i used to but like every once in a while i definitely will want to tie one on i will get up the next morning put on a garbage bag remember the old days putting on the garbage bag and i will go sit in the hot box at my gym and drink like a gallon of water i'm telling you it gets rid of all the toxins all the bad stuff (laughs) (laughs) and you'll feel like a hundred dollars afterwards i would try it but you gotta put the garbage bag on and then a sweater are you what i'm wearing now no no, uh-huh. when you do that, is that what is it your oh, yeah. here? Yeah, but I mean, it gets all that shit out of your system. I'm saying sodium. I eat a lot of salt myself, so I, I'm I've been playing this game a long time, <laughs> right? Um, I love soy sauce, but if you're worried about too much salt, you know, because you have to go. You know, I just had a birthday, so I have to go to the doctor. I go every year, get an yeah. annual, and um. I actually look forward to it for reasons I'm not going to mention on this call. But anyway, my doctor's a female. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, no, but they, you know, they check everything. So they're going to, you know, go, oh, your sodium's high. You know, then they start yelling at you. You know the drill, right? I mean, my blood pressure, I, it's come down and I still eat tons of salt. I don't know. You know what else is really good is chicken wings have tons of cholesterol in that skin. And sodium, yeah. It's a fucking God. How come everything good is bad? Yeah, I saw some, like, dinosaur against Christian webpage. It's really funny. But that's, like, they had Satan in there saying that that's how you know God is bad. Because everything that's good for you tastes like shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) Everything that's bad for you tastes awesome. Have you ever... I, I, I... 
tried a gluten-free diet because I have arthritis in my knee. Uh-huh. And I can't take any uh, arthritis medicine. I can't even use the cream because it all has aspirin in it. And I'm severely, potentially fatally allergic to aspirin. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I read like gluten-free like diets can eliminate infl- inflammation. And I, I tried it. And I did feel better. But the food was so fucking bad. So fucking bad. And... uh I just went back to eating gluten. I'm like, I just, I'll, I'd rather suffer and eat shit that tastes good than, than, than do this. Yeah. If I ate ice cream, I'll get like cramps and stomach aches and I'll be farting nastily for a day or two, but I still do it. Uh, I don't know what this has to do with college, except that you get, you get really fat in college because you eat a lot of starchy food. (laughs) I was, I looked, I, I was so fat in college and like, it wasn't even like, it was blubber. It like I it was like whale blubber. And one day there was this, there was someone threw a, a a sofa at the end of our hallway, and the end of the hallway across from it was a the door was always wide open and it faced a stair the stairs where girls who lived on the floor above because our our each floor was boy girl boy girl. So I passed out one night. I went to the bathroom. I was really drunk. I was wearing nothing but tidy whiteies. Nice. I had this big white blubbery seal body. And I was so drunk. I went the wrong way. And I went down to where the couch was in the hallway instead of back to my room. And I laid on the couch and I passed out. And I was out cold. And I had my big, gross, tidy whitey seal body laying there. <laughs> and I didn't wake up until like noon the next day. So for four hours that morning, the girls are coming down from the floor above to go to to go to class. Nice. And here I am, just when they get when they got to our floor to turn to go down the next flight of stairs, they just were exposed to probably the most horrifyingly gross sight they've ever seen in their life. That's Me beautiful. passed out in tidy whiteies with a big fat blubbery seal body. <laughs> I got one that's not as good as that, but when I was, um, when I went away to school, I was an RA for a semester and I, with this one Saturday morning, we had like an RA training, like a half a day training. So I got really fucked up the night before and my buddies, I passed out at my buddy's party. So they decided to draw my face, like a mustache and shit. <laughs> and I woke up running late for the class and as I was walking across campus, some random person stopped me and said, hey, did you pass out last night? And I'm like, yep. Why? Like, because someone drew all over your face. <laughs> you should probably wash that off. <laughs> and I was going to RA training for that. So, you know, I, we, were at, we, we were at our friend's college. We went we one day we took a road trip and visited some friends of ours at in college at Hamilton. Uh, no, Colgate. And, uh, uh, I ended up getting drunk really quickly. I think I got, I got drunk on the ride there. So I was only, it was a two day trip or no, it was an overnight trip, but I was probably awake for 45 minutes of it before I passed out. And when I passed out, everyone shaved my head. Nice. And, but they did, they were drunk too. And they did a horrible job. And I looked, I mean, I looked like a, I look like a fucking alien. 
<laughs> and I was, I was, I was so intoxicated. I was probably near like a, a lethal like level of intoxication. And they dragged me all over this campus to frat parties. I don't remember any of this, <laughs> but my hair and my head looked so horrifying that like people at the school were like afraid to come near me, I guess. <laughs> and, uh, we were at one frat party where our, our, our friend, uh, I'm not going to name him, but you lived with them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he, he, he took a shit on someone's bed on their pillow. <laughs> Awesome. But uh, so the next morning I had a, I, I woke up and I looked in the mirror. I don't remember anything. And I just I I was I almost started crying because I was like, what'd you guys do to me? I, they, they shaved me. I, I looked insane. And the next day was Easter and I hadn't been home in like four months. And uh, I'm like, you guys got to take me like somewhere to get this fixed. So we went into the village and the barber was just like. He's just like looking at me. He's like, "What are you sick of the Bert look?" <laughs> he ended up shaving me. He ended up shaving me bald, completely bald, down to the bone. And this is like before the bald head was fashionable. Yeah. And I could not carry the bald head, so when I got back to school, they uh, started calling me King Kong Bundy. <laughs> oh. So I guess the moral of the story is when you're in college, you know, have a good time, but don't have too much of a good time. Yeah. And the other thing I would just, we'll close on this. Um, I would say don't go to college. If you're going to take classes that you could just read a book and educate yourself, like get a degree that you need the teacher to help you. Otherwise just go fucking read a book because a lot of degrees that are out there you just read a fucking book and you can educate yourself so think about that before you write those big checks kiddos <laughs> yeah don't, I don't know if that makes any sense <laughs> you know don't go to a college that costs a lot of money just for the name of the college yeah the biggest waste Dumb. of fucking money Dumb. on the face of the earth and don't be afraid to go to community college for, if you don't know what the fuck you're doing because they're a lot cheaper and guess what? Those credits count. Take your yes. gym class. Take, uh, you know, intro to music or sociology or any of those dumbass classes. And they eat, they actually teach shit that that's applicable to the to the workforce. No one's going to community college for anthropology. Yeah, that's <laughs> you true. Know? So learn and learn a skill, even if you don't plan to be a carpenter or a welder. Because you never know when those skills come in handy. And uh, I've done some plumbing in my own house that saved myself a couple thousand bucks here and there. And um, why not? All right, folks. Matt, good talk. I'm going to go Enjoy eat your weekend, buddy. All right. Stay free. Bye-bye.